Hi besties, it's Jazz. Welcome back to Bringing Baggage. This is season two, episode two. It's just me today. If you didn't listen to season two, episode one, I now have a new co-host, Diana, but today it is just me. This week's episode is gonna be all about work and corporate life and my tips on the corporate world and how I got into it and what my previous roles were and my current roles moving forward. I'm also gonna be answering a bunch of questions from Instagram. If you're not following the podcast Instagram, make sure you go do it. It's at bringing baggage on Instagram. It's also gonna be linked in the episode description um, for this episode. Um, I wasn't posting on there like at all ever, but now that I have Diana's help, I'm actually posting on there more and then posting memes and other things like that too. So make sure you're following it. That's where I ask all the questions for the episode before I start recording it or before we start recording it, depending on if it's a solo episode or a duo episode. So make sure you do that. And as always, I'm going to be plugging, make sure you give a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's super helpful and I really appreciate it. Even if you listen to the episodes on Spotify, like most of you do, you can still download the podcast app on your phone, give a quick, nice, awesome review, and then delete the app and never use it ever again. Before I get into this week's episodes, I'm just going to give you some life updates. There's quite a few life updates. I just went to Idaho, had a great time there with a bunch of my friends that I haven't seen in, not a bunch of my friends, literally two of my friends. (sighs) You'll hear me like breathing a lot. It's because I just had sinus surgery, which I mentioned in the last episode, but it's like I'm still recovering and it's like really hard for me to breathe. So I like huff and puff all day long and it's hard for me to like talk for literally an hour straight, even though I'm only two minutes into this currently. Um, so please bear with me as I do that, but saw two of my friends from high school that I haven't seen in a long time. So that was really fun for me. And we just got to like catch up on life. It's always fun to see old friends that you don't see that often and that you don't talk to very often because there's just so much to catch up on, which are my favorite types of friendships, which I think I mentioned in the last episode. I also quit my job. (laughs) Um, I've been wanting to quit my job for a while. It just hasn't been making me happy. And it's made, not even just that, but it's been making me miserable. Like I just simply did not enjoy it at all. So I finally quit that and I have a new job that I start August 31st, which I'm really excited about. It's a fully remote job, which I'm stoked about because, (sighs) sorry for the breathing. Um, I want to move to New York really badly. I've been wanting to move to New York for a while and I keep telling you guys that like on TikTok, but I just didn't know if it was going to work out. But now that I accepted a fully remote job, I'll be able to move there. So I'm going to move in either November or January. I haven't decided yet. My lease is up in like the end of September. So I'm probably going to move home to Arizona for a few months and then um, move to New York after that. And to me, an adjustment. I mean, I visit New York, but living there is like so different. And there's like, I'm going to have to get rid of my car, which sucks, but it'll also be good for me. Um, But bye-bye to the Tessie. And um, just like public transportation, it's going to be like a huge adjustment and just being around so many people all the time, but I think it'll be good. I'm also going to have a roommate, which will be another adjustment. And just having Frank in like a giant city where I actually have to take him outside is going to be another huge adjustment, but I think it'll be good for me. I've loved living in Colorado, but also like I'm just not the most like outdoorsy nature kind of person. And I feel like that's what Colorado is. So it'll be good for me to live in like a big city. Just it'll be it'll be I'll probably cry a lot when I first move there, but I think it'll eventually I'll end up loving it. So we'll see how that works out. Um, Another update for you. If you listen to my depression and anxiety episode, I talked about like getting on medication. How I just haven't made the time for it or made a priority, made it made it a priority. Um but I finally did. I mean, I've been on medication in the past, but I just haven't been like the past couple of years. I just, like I said, didn't make it a priority, but 
I did make it a priority and I've been on medication for a while now, which leads me into my next thing, which is a new segment I want to start doing called what I'm watching and where I'm at, or if I'm with Diana or a, or an, um, a guest doing what we're watching and what, where we're at. And what I'm currently watching is I'm rewatching Modern Family. I just, that show brings me so much happiness and so much joy. Like there's not a single bad episode of that show. So I'm currently rewatching that and I'm about to start today. I'm going to start season two of Never Have I Ever. So if you want to talk about any of those shows with me, feel free to shoot me a DM or more specifically shoot bringing baggage DM on Instagram because that's just like a way easier account for me to communicate with because there's less, less notifications. Um, and where I'm at, I'm at like an eight, which is like, like I said, why it's leading me into this. Like my medication's like really been good for me and like I'm kind of thriving right now. Um, I signed with an agency, another new update for TikTok. So that's exciting. You know, trying to be in my bag. Speaking of being in my bag, make sure you use my code JustJazzyIDK for liquid IV. If you drink or have hangovers or just want to stay hydrated, that's the best way to do it. So either way, really exciting things are happening right now. and I'm just loving that for me. Another update, I am going to LA next week to meet up with some people I met on TikTok, which I'm really excited about. Like no crazy giant big TikTokers, people that I'm just mutuals with that I have a lot in common with that I'm excited to actually see in person because we've been like communicating on an app for over a year. So same vibes as the New York trip, the New York trip that I had. I'm also in Alaska right now. I'm like never in Alaska, but if you didn't know, I'm actually from Alaska. I grew up here. I was here for 18 years of my, of my life. And I'm here to, I came up here to work this festival called Bear Paw. And I worked it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We, my family sells funnel cakes. We've done that since I was like, literally since I was, before I was born. So I've been working that since I was like 10 years old. But I came up here to do, I came up here to do that and just see my family and see some of my friends that I haven't seen in a long time. So I'm recording this in Alaska right now. But I'm so excited to go home. I miss Frank. Um, I'm actually here for a whole nother week. Um, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do while I'm here. People like expect me to do like a bunch of Alaskan shit. Um, not sure if that's actually going to happen. But I mean, it could, but it also probably won't happen. But if you've listened to my episode on dealing with parents, you know that I don't have the best relationship with my mom and my stepdad, but that's like where I'm staying is with my parents because they live in Alaska during the winter. I mean, sorry, Alaska during the summer and Arizona during the winter. So I'm spending time with them, which is tough. I'm just looking forward to being back home in my own apartment, in my own space and away from them. Like I like I love them, but we just have a complicated relationship, I guess. Um, so it's always good for me to get back home and be in my own space, which I'm very much looking forward to. I guess now I'll get into this ep- week's episode, which is like I said, on work and corporate life. I'll just start off by like where, like what I did and how I got into like what I'm doing currently. Um, I'm 24 now. I got into like stuff when I was 19. Um, I went to U of A for college for one semester, decided it was not for me. And I dropped out of school, decided I wanted to do real estate took real estate courses. Every state is a different amount of hours, different amount of requirements, but in Arizona specifically, which is where I was at, 90 hours of classes and like five tests to pass. So I did that. I was like, real estate doesn't work out. I will go back to school, but I ended up doing very well in residential housing. And like I sold a bunch of houses and decided I did not want to go back to school. And I stuck with that and ended up buying my first house when I was 19 and I worked there for two years selling properties. And then after that, I moved on to a real estate technology company and I negotiated contracts for this company for residential housing. 
and just sold like hundreds and hundreds of houses. And I did that for two years and then I got laid off when COVID happened, which was super sad because I loved my job and I loved my coworkers and I loved the company. I was like, literally I cried for like months. It was so terrible when I lost my job. I was like so attached to it. And like that job literally like basically was my identity. So it was super weird for me. But I ended up being unemployed for a few months because that's like, was like peak COVID. Everyone else was also looking for a job, but eventually I found one and it was in Denver for another real estate tech startup. And it was pricing and negotiating contracts. So kind of similar to the previous job that I had, but it was like very early startup stages. So it was like literally like 50 people who worked there versus my other job was like almost a thousand prior to COVID. So I ended up moving to Denver for this job and it was fantastic. I liked the job. I liked the people that I worked with. But I ended up working like 80 hours a week every single week. And I hated that. Like I didn't mind very much at the beginning because it was the co- it was like during COVID. So like I had nothing better to do anyway. But I was also on salary. So I wasn't getting paid to work all these extra hours. I was just working all these extra hours, like all hours of every single day. And my company kept telling me like, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Like we're going to hire more people. And like they just didn't. And I got tired of waiting around for that to happen. So I quit that job, found a new one started that job, realized I I was only working 40 hours a week, but I hated the actual work that I was doing. So I quit that job like literally like last week. And <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to quit it for a while, but I wanted to wait until I found a new job. So I applied to two jobs. I got offered both of the positions, but one of them was fully remote. So I took that one because I want to move to New York. So I don't start that job until um, August 31st, but that last job is out the window now. So I feel so much better. I'm just like so much happier knowing that that job is just gone. Like I have never disliked a job, but I straight up just did not like it. I just like wasn't for me. And I think it's important that if something doesn't bring you joy, if like it's not good for you, like you should not do it. So my new job is actually at a mortgage company and it's like a liaison between our mortgage side of the business and our real estate side of the business so i'm really excited to try something like a little bit new people always assume that like i sell houses i have not sold houses since i was 21 and i'm 24 like i just work in the real estate industry in different jobs like at different companies but like, i just stay within the industry but i do not sell houses and i have not done that in a long time although if you do want to buy or sell a house like i always refer you to someone great who can help you so let me know Anyways, let's get into the questions of the week for this week's episode. Question one, what is my opinion on workplace relationships and hookups? This question is so funny to me because most people like don't do that, like in a corporate work setting, but I was one of those people who did that, but (laughs) I'll get further into that. Um, So I'm not going to say which job and like too many details, but basically there was this guy at work that we both thought each other were attractive. Like we followed each other on Instagram. Like we had flirted in DMs, but like we worked in different departments. And then he switched over into my department or he was about to, but I was also about to leave and go to a different office. And we both knew that we were both like leaving and not going to see each other. And then we randomly saw each other out at the bar. Like, and we were both super drunk and I went home with him and like I had sex with him. Um, but I knew that I was not going to see him again. And like, we both knew that. So like, it wasn't going to be like a weird work thing. Um, so I moved offices, like we chatted a little bit, but then he got a girlfriend. And then like, I found out I was transferring back to that office. And now he was actually into my department, which made it a little bit weird, but like he had a girlfriend. So like, it wasn't that weird, but I came back to the office and what are the chances of this? We have assigned seats at work. And at this time, my department's like about 
40 people big, I guess. And out of all people, I get an assigned seat directly next to him. And I'm like not looking forward to it. And this is like during December at this point, like December prior to COVID. And I try to go to, I go into the office and like no one's there because the office is closed, but I needed to just work in an office for a day because I was staying at my parents' house. I just needed a break to be away from people. So I go into the office, no one's there. One person is there and it is him. Like, what are the chances? And he's like sitting at his desk, which is next to my desk. And like, they're, they, our desks touch, but like, wasn't weird, wasn't awkward. We just like kind of laughed it off, whatever. Cause like I said, he has a girlfriend. So like, it wasn't weird anymore. And then I start working there, like when the office starts opening up again, where, and what are the chances of this? Not only that, but you get partnered with someone like at work and out of like the team of 40, guess who my partner is? It's him. So like, don't recommend hooking up with your coworkers because one way or another, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Like it's going to be awkward, especially like, do not hook up with them, especially like if you're going to be in the same space. Like the only reason I did is because I was leaving. I was planning on never seeing him again. We had been building up tension for like literally a year, but also like work office romances like are so fun. Like when you're just like constantly flirting with each other, but also don't do it. Like do as I say, not as I do. How do you balance work in your personal life? I love this question because it's such a hard thing to do. And I've been in the past very bad at it, but I think it's very hard to have a work-life balance if you haven't had one and your coworkers know that you haven't had one because then they just expect you not to do it. But if you go into a new job, that's the best part about starting a new job is you get to like reinvent yourself and no one knows how much you work or how much you're willing to work. And you can set new boundaries and new expectations when you've been at a job for a long time it's very hard to like backpedal and change your mind and like get people to adjust to you working less when you've already been working more for free basically but if you are really overworked and have been overworked for a while i think it's important to have a serious conversation with like your upper management and be like hey i've been working this when i originally signed on i only agreed to work x amount what can we do to set new expectations for me to only be working at five or until five or whatever it may be. Also, I think I used to work so much because I would have my computer with me constantly and I would have work apps on my phone. So I don't have any work apps on my phone anymore and I don't bring my computer around with me because if I have it, I'm tempted to work and I don't want to work when I'm off. And like, I'm just a number. Like I learned that so much more when I got laid off because like I worked my ass off and I was very good at my job, but I still got laid off. And when that happened, I realized like, no matter how hard I work, I can still get booted. So why am I working so hard? Like, I'm, I need to do what I signed on to do and that's it, like nothing else. And I shouldn't feel bad about not doing more. So my number one tips are to not have your apps on your phone. Don't bring your computer, set expectations and have honest conversations. I got a lot of questions on negotiating your salary and asking for raises, which are such hard things to do because talking about money is like, so awkward and it has such a negative attachment to it like historically but it shouldn't um just know your worth like figure out what your number is and if you're willing to do that job for that number or if you're willing to do it for less and then ask for it like when you're first getting an offer letter ask for the offer letter be like if you have other offers like first of all you should probably make sure you have other offers before you're being too stern like read the room right like if you have three other offers you can say i have two other offers is this the best that you're able to do so I can compare like whatever it may be. And if like I'm leaning towards this offer, can you get can you get to X amount? Like figure out what your number is and then stick with it. 
but that's for like negotiating your salary and also be like i've redone some research on this job specifically and jobs that are similar to it and i think that i should be on the higher end of this based off of and you better have your reasons lined up but also like when you're going into when you're already in a job and you've been there for a while like you should be getting a raise every single year or like you should know like when you're getting your reviews like what your review cycle is and what the company's historically like when they do give raises and how often that is if you're not getting one yearly you should be asking for a sit down with your upper management saying hey i've been here for this amount of time and i haven't received a raise i think i should be getting a raise for x y and z reasons and lay out your reasons and not only that but you should be willing to walk away from a job if they're not going to see your value if you're worth more and you should be getting a raise and you know it and they're not willing to give it to you go find a new job like there's always a better job out there and I, I didn't realize that like I stayed at my last job for my one that I moved to Denver for for six months which is like unlike me I normally was at a job for two years plus but I didn't like it so I found a new one and then I didn't like that one either and I found a new one like do what you need to do that's going to make you happy and like find a job that's going to like be a good fit for you and you shouldn't feel bad about leaving or making things feel like you're making things difficult or like you're leaving them hanging because like you're not at the end of the day like they wouldn't hesitate to fire you if they needed to so don't feel bad about leaving what to do if you're emotionally and physically exhausted from your current job but haven't had much luck getting a new job first of all been there done that felt that so sorry second of all I think one thing that I learned to do that made jobs finding made finding a job so much easier was tailoring my resume to whatever job that I was looking for. Like I have 15 different versions of my resume based off the job that I was applying for. And there's a girl on TikTok who talks a lot about it. Her at is Sedoni Francis. It's C-E-D-O-N-I-F-R-A-N-C-I-S and she works at Google. But she talks, she's made a few videos about it, but like tailoring your resume to whatever the job is. So when they put in like what the job entails, tailoring your previous experience to exactly that or like tailoring it to it closely so that you get that interview because you already have similar experience. But also like figuring out what kind of job you actually want and why do you want it and practicing for your interviews. Like there's so many different resources like on YouTube and stuff and people think it sounds corny, but like it does help you. Um... But if you can get on like career, like job search, TikTok, like that side of things, like there's so many tips that I've like, even I've just found useful, like listening to and like watching because everyone else is searching for a job too. And it's like, why are people that are getting the jobs getting them? So when someone gets a new job, then a lot of time they'll share how they got it. And just listening to like that advice has been super helpful for me as well. But also use your resources, like go on LinkedIn, see who you know that knows someone who works there and see if they can put in a referral for you. That That's also another really easy way to make sure you're getting an actual interview. Then it's on you at that point. But interviews are also like really tough. Um, but I find that watching those like videos on YouTube and like about like what to do and like what questions to ask and what to say and what not to say are super helpful to make sure you're preparing correctly for it. I love this question. It's what's a good way to figure out corporate outfits when going into the office? Um, I think like a good pair of jeans with a nice blazer, um, is like the easiest thing to go with. That's like where it's like, you can be casual, but you're not too dressed up. But also like, if you have to be dressed up, you don't look like you're too being too casual. Like that's a good first day outfit in my opinion. Um, cause then you can see what everybody else is wearing and you can adjust accordingly, but you're not going to look too overdressed or too underdressed. Cause looking overdressed is like, that can be stressful and cause anxiety like it has for me in the past. Like also, but you can like strut it and just be a bad bitch, but I don't always have that energy and that can be hard for me. <laughs> um, but also being underdressed, you want to go home immediately. 
and like it stresses you out it stresses me out at least like that's how i feel when i am underdressed in like a work environment so i feel like that's a safe outfit to like where you're going to be okay to get a good vibe of what the office feels like but also like don't be afraid to ask your recruiter or, or whoever you met with when you were getting the job what the dress code is like so my favorite places to get work clothes are from Zara and H&M. They have like the best corporate work life clothes, in my opinion. Same with Target, honestly. They have a lot of cute stuff too. That's one thing I'll miss about being fully remote is I used to love to get dressed to go to the office. Like it was just so fun for me. How to deal with toxic coworkers. I've rarely had a toxic coworker. I mean, I've had a few here and there, but like my best policy with that is to just ignore them. Like if you don't have to work with them, don't just avoid it and like surround yourself with the coworkers that you actually do like. And then if you do have to work with them, just come prepared so that they can't make you seem like an idiot. Cause like that's the most, I feel like there's toxic coworkers who like want to make you seem stupid. So they can only make you seem stupid if you're not prepared for something. So being overly prepared when working with them so like for one your meetings can be short and sweet because like you're ready to go and you need to know what you need to discuss and two they're not gonna make you seem like an idiot because like you're ready to go also how to know if a job is right for you and how do you adjust to a new job um clearly i've bounced around lately um by trying to find the right job for me because i had a job that i loved and i just meshed with so well it's very i was like searching for a job that made me feel the same exact way and I had to accept that no job is going to be like the old job that I had, but it's about finding a new normal and like a new one that works right for me. So don't be afraid to quit a job after giving it like an ample amount of time. If it's not working for you, like don't be afraid to let it go and like find a new one. Like there's always going to be another job out there, which I don't think I used to like give enough credit for or like realize. I thought like this is like, it's gonna be so hard to find a new job. Well, like depending on what field you're in, like how much you're preparing for an interview and like how much you're adjusting your resume, like it may be hard, but there's always something more that you can do to make it a little bit easier. And adjusting to a new job, I think it's just like, there's always a person who knows everything and finding the person at work who knows everything, like who knows all the details and the ins and outs of it, like making best friends with them, I feel like makes the job so much easier. Like that's what I've done at every single job I've had. I found the person who knows everything and who's like the in and become friends with them and it's made everything else so much easier like moving forward choosing not to go to college and did it make it easier or harder at all um i was actually kind of insecure about not going to school for a while just because like all my friends did but then i realized like i'm doing really well and i'm making like great money and i have no college debt so like who really gives a shit but I think like not going to school makes total sense if you know what you're doing and you have a plan. But if you don't have a plan, then like maybe you should go to school while you figure or like, I don't know, everybody's different. Like, I don't think you should waste money on school while you're figuring it out. Like figure out what you want to do and then make a plan based off of that. Although now I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Well, I feel like I missed out on like the development you have while you're in school, like making new friends because everyone like finds their people in college. And I feel like you like get to know yourself as a person like deeply and like a lot more while you're in those like developmental years and like in that kind of environment. So like I feel like I missed out in that sense, but like job wise, I don't feel like it affects me. And like I have so much more experience than most people. Like I have friends who like had a hard time finding a job after school because they had no experience. And, like I don't have any issue getting a job now because like I have years of experience in different companies. How do you choose the right career for you? Well, I can't really answer that question, but I can tell you how I found out like what I enjoy doing. Um, 
it just like comes like look at different tasks for different jobs and find like what tasks you think you would enjoy doing and like what kind of job that would look like and then when you find one search other jobs that are similar to it so you can kind of get a range of different opportunities that have similar types of um, day-to-day tasks that you would actually enjoy doing if you hate being on the phone you have terrible anxiety don't work in customer service like that type of thing those are all the questions I'm going to answer because I'm trying to keep this episode under 30 minutes, but I guess the last things I'll leave you with are things that I learned in corporate. Um, you're just a number. No matter how hard you work or how important you think you are, you can be the best at your job, but if they need to let you go, they're going to let you go. So don't don't work too hard. Um, you're not going to get fired. You, I spend every day that I wake up thinking that I'm going to get fired for no reason at all, just because of my anxiety. Like just me, just like just Rod on TikTok always talks about like all of his TikToks are so relatable because everyone has the anxiety they're getting fired. You're not. Your boss doesn't hate you. Um, people are short in emails. It doesn't mean that they're mad at you. They may be, but just like learn to like read how someone types and how consistent they are with like their wording or their punctuation. And then to be able to notice actual differences so you can actually see when something's actually going wrong or not. Um, there's always a better job out there. But also, it's not always about the money. You may find a job that pays more, but it's not going to be have the right, the right balance and you may not enjoy it as much. Just like weigh your options and always use your connections. Like get on LinkedIn. There's probably someone you know who knows someone else who works at that company and you can probably get a, in that way much easier. Also, work shouldn't be your life. I spent so much time having the worst work-life balance ever and I gained absolutely nothing from it. So like take your PTO, take your time, don't overwork yourself. Close your computer when you're done working and don't have work apps on your phone. A job is just a job and you should enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying your job, find a new one because there's probably a job that you would enjoy more out there if you don't like your current one. Um, yeah, I guess that's an entire episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, as always, give a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow the podcast Instagram and give me a follow on Instagram podcast instagram is at bringing baggage and my instagram is at just jazzy three z's idk um have a great week you guys and i hope you enjoyed this episode um if you didn't dm me on instagram let me know if you hated it loved it whatever it is let me know i want your feedback okay um that's basically it bye